come back. Your favorite uh TV show? No. Well, definitely not a TV show, but it's it's your boy E. It's your boy O. You already know what it is. We're just Eli and Omar. We're doing our comeback episode because we are fortunate enough to uh, get equipment again. And uh, why did we stop making the podcast for so long? Well, um, actually, I got Eli to... broke his leg. I got to a car accident. No, he did not. He was playing ball. He was gonna go for a layup and because I got he because he can't dunk, and he okay. alleged uh, he allegedly got hacked. I got hacked so bad I fell and I well. For those of y'all that know your medical history, y'all ever heard of the unlucky triad? Unlucky triad. I basically tore my ACL, MCL, and my meniscus all at once. So basically, his whole knee was broken. Basically. Like, yeah. Uh, so because he couldn't really travel like that and come to the studio, to the stew, um, <laughs> um, we decided to put the podcast on pause for a while. Uh, hope you guys didn't miss us. Stop pumping the basketball. Can you just focus, please? I'm here. I'm here. Cool. So, um, we didn't prepare like we used to prepare for the podcast. So, rather than just try to jump around between different topics, which was, which was, which is what we're gonna do anyway. So we always do. Um, we're gonna kind of like put you guys up to speed of where we are currently in our lives. Cool. So since the last time you guys we spoke, I graduated college. Oh shit. Um, finished. You know, finished my degree. So if any, if anybody's hiring, please, uh, my resume is gonna be linked uh, in the description. Uh, where are you in life, Eli? Uh, I'm still in school. Uh, so, just told y'all I tore everything in my knee. So, rehabbing. Yeah, he has to learn how to walk, how to basically do everything again. Yeah, I can't do shit. So, um, I, I wish, I wish this was like a YouTube video so I could like put the clip of when Eli broke his leg. Um, the scream would have gone by- viral had anybody uploaded that to the internet. Uh, yeah. It's it's but anyway, um cool, so first and foremost, uh how do you feel like how like can you walk us through like the whole breaking your leg breaking your knee thing? Long story short, it was probably one of the most depressing things I've ever gone through in my life. Like I I don't think I've ever been that close to depression before, but this is probably the closest I got. Like like I'm actually I've been running track for three years. I've been playing ball ever since I can remember. And, like, all of a sudden when you can't walk anymore and you're confined to one place for hours, that turned into days, turns into weeks. And you couldn't shower either for a while. Oh, no, I, I was able to do that. That's that's a nasty shit. If I did, did you just not shower? Because uh, oh. I remember there was one time that you came and you told me that you couldn't shower. Oh, no, that was just post-op. So okay. just post-op. Like oh, right, right after, after my the... surgery, I, okay. I was not able to shower. For a few days, but best believe as soon as I could, when I put the chair in the shower, balanced on that hoe, and it I shower. Like, he was man like wet dog, like oh. a particular like a particular group of people we both know. Ooh, anyway, oh, stop. Anyway, um, nah, yeah, it was like the saddest thing because like you know Eli being like a brother to me, um, he hits me up and out. He was like, yo, bro, so yeah, bro, I bro- I broke my leg. And then, like, I, I, like, so Eli and I are, like, pretty used to playing pranks on each other like that. Like, hey, man, you know, I'm dying, blah, blah. So I thought that it was a joke. That's a prank. That's, that's a prank for us. <laughs> that's a prank. So <laughs> when he first told me that, I didn't believe him. Like, straight up. And then when I finally saw him, we're, like, 
crutches and shit and like a cat like, what, what was it oh, a brace a whole his whole leg he's mind you you guys probably have never seen eli but he's 6'3 seeing a man who's 6'3 with a brace who's the size of my whole body like that is a sight like a like the way my, my I have a couple friends that are studying to be uh, doctors, and they describe his injury as a professional basketball player injury. Like who? It's it, a career-ending injury. Is that what? That's not what Victor Oladipo got. So Victor Oladipo got something a little worse than what I had. I I, I don't know what the name of it was, but um, recently Clay Thompson tore his ACL as well. So that's one of the three things that he tore. Yes, yeah, so Clay Thompson probably understands how I feel the most. Now shout out to Clay Thompson if you hear this man. I'm so sorry about I'm your season. Ja- I'm jagging it. Had he not ended his season like that, they would have won in seven. Oh, I, I don't, I don't agree with that. I'm not, I'm not gonna claim Canada as the winner of the 2019 NBA season. So we don't have to claim Canada. We just have to claim Kawhi. Nah. Anyway, so yeah, that's pretty much where our lives have been. I've been enjoying the post, the well, the graduate life, and Eli has been. I've been enjoying the intern life and. Well, trying to get a job at well, the college, well, and yeah, and also trying to get his leg right. You feel me? I'm not gonna lie, like what? So I could walk again, but the range of motion is like super limited. Yeah. So, like sometimes it looks like one of my legs is bent when I'm walking. So like, I, I what? Like, yeah, you you wouldn't notice it if you look very closely. Just. Yeah, I don't be looking at your legs like that. I, I mean, I hope you don't. The only thing that I remember is that, like, uh, one day, I like I didn't even tell him anything. Like he, I asked him, yo, what you doing, big head? And he. Yo. And he was like, nothing, just laying in bed. Like, there's not really much I can really do. Oh, yeah, and yeah. and uh, Adios, which are our other best friend, him and I, like, I like he came to my house and I took my mom's car and, like, we both pulled up to Eli's house, like, playing, um, what was it? I think they was playing, oh, oh they was playing. Uh, was it Mask Up? No, 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 no. It was that song by Drake and Travis. It's that boy oh, Sicko Mode. Saying Sicko Mode. Blasting you, it I in, like. Walk. <laughs> it's only like 30 minutes before you yeah, just get dressed for coming and get you. I'm like, what? Get who? I was watching Game of Thrones in my underwear and with my big ass brace on. And then I had to wipe myself down, get ready to go, throw on clothes I hadn't thrown on in months. Yeah, we scooped him up and we brought him to my house to. I think we. Oh, sorry for that. Stop moving the microphone. Okay, it's, it's fine. It's kind of broken. Yeah, we would just spend the night like a boys' night because uh, he had, he had, like he hadn't had that in months. So, but gladly he can walk now. He can do stuff. Yeah. Run yet just yet, but um, I'm and walking. He's, he's not gonna be running or playing ball for the rest of his life anymore. Whoa, that's on. See, I'm back. That's on God. I'm I'm, I'm enlisted for the draft. The oh, 2021. Shut draft, up! Man. Shut up! New York Knicks, baby. New York. Anyway, New York Knicks, uh, baby. besides that, uh, something else that's been going on is that uh, we're gonna go to California in uh, August. Cali, yeah, so if anyone, if anybody wants to get together, if anybody's out there and wants to get together, anyone trying to buy that good Kush, I love Stop. Stop. <laughs> taking, taking a, I don't, why would that you even try to make that joke? Taking a plane. Now they're gonna check you. They can check me. They're not gonna find nothing though. Oh yeah, we put your weight in your ass, right? What? Moving on. Yeah, so on. we're going to California in August. Uh, so if you guys want to like get together, whatever, uh, don't. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I guess if you guys like know anything about us or follow us in any social media, which will be linked uh, on the description of the podcast, or we're gonna say it at the end, we always do. Um, let's link. Link up, y'all. Show me what it do, baby. What it do, baby? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Um, yeah, so, cool. Uh, so let's uh, talk about something that we've been, that has been in our mind as of recently. Like, what, what have you been pondering about? When is it worth saving oh a relationship? God. What do you mean? If you have the opportunity to get out of your relationship, okay. there's nothing particularly wrong with the relationship, but okay. like it's not your favorite thing about your day. Like, okay. Is it worth getting out of it if you know that this... So basically you're asking me, if you're not happy in your relationship, should you break it up? Yes, but there's nothing really wrong with it. You're, you just personally aren't happy. I will, I will answer it very simply. Yes. Yes. Just, you know... What's your reasoning for that? If you pay for a vacation, uh-huh. and if you, if you pay for a flight, but you're not really feeling where you're flying to, you typically will cancel the flight. Yeah, I would have booked it to begin with, yeah. That's the exact thing about the relationship. You shouldn't get into a relationship if you feel like you're not going to be happy in it. Like, I feel like when you get into a relationship, you should have the foresight to kind of tell how things are going to be with the person. Especially, well, that's if you like i've been kind of hanging out with them for a while and you kind of know them but um you shouldn't get into a relationship if you're not like a hundred percent if you don't feel like you can be yourself and be happy and not have to pretend and be emotionally and or mentally exhausted all the time then i don't think it's worth being or staying in a relationship like that what do you think i mean i'm going to speak from the standpoint of someone who realizes that they have commitment issues at times at so like, times at times well it might the entirety of my life but Stop i mean it it kind of make it kind of puts you in a place where you just get tired of running away from your issues but at the same time you always know that you have the options like like the culture of being a hopeless romantic is gone we're in hookup culture now this this this, this is what being a, a millennial is synonymous with so it's like if i if I have an issue with my relationship, it's really easy to like run away from it or just disregard it entirely. But then again, it kind of begs the question: like, what's the point of having a relationship to begin with? If for every issue, I'm just gonna run away when it gets tough. It's like no point. And that's what I'm struggling with. I feel like I'm giving up on myself and another person if I just let go because I know I can. I don't know. I I, uh, I don't believe like in the whole thing with the hookup culture and whatever. I feel like people are just doing whatever they want. It's just more public now because social media, so you have eyes on you all the time. But I don't think like we've entered this new culture where relationships are dead. I just think that like uh, number one, um, people people have been doing this their whole life. Like they're probably a bunch of, of a bunch of your parents who probably cheated on you. Other like on your mom or your dad, and they, they you'll just never find out because there was no social media back then to get caught or anything like that. Um, also, I feel like uh, another reason why I feel like uh, relationships are not the same as before is mostly because because the way social media portrays relationships in such a bad light, it makes people paranoid, and it puts them in a headspace where it makes it semi impossible for them to actually enjoy the relationship while they're in it, because like. We've seen Tristan Thompson, uh, this like basketball player from the Cavaliers. I don't know if he still plays there, but Tristan Thompson cheating on um, who was it? Courtney? Uh, it was the ugliest. I mean, no, Chloe. Wow, that's crazy. She's not. Anyway, Tristan Thompson cheating, cheating on Chloe Kardashian. Now that's kind of like a thing that woman, like stuff like that, is something that women expect from men, because they have a they had a seemingly great relationship, and he was hoeing around. 
So I, I think, sorry, so just to finish up, I think like that, which is the media that we consume on a daily basis, plus what social media, so what we see our friends do, or what we see people in our friends' groups do, or like in our own groups do, is what kind of gives us that kind of like paranoia in our heads that doesn't really allow us to like settle down with people or to give things a try or, you know, I, people, I feel like people live with a constant fear of being hurt. So they don't ever allow themselves to like, actually. It's like commitment issues for me run in a different, in a series of ways. But like the two most crucial points about it is one, how can I trust myself, the entirety of myself to someone? Like how can I sense that next level that comes in a relationship when the opportunity for me to get hurt again exists? Right. Even if you do trust that person, and like the other really big one is. Stop touching the cable. Like, like, like Omar said, social media has kind of created this space where you can compare your relationship with other relationships. If you're with said person, like, and you know the opportunity exists for you to get better than your said person, it's like, why wouldn't you wait for the next person to come along? Why wouldn't you be more patient? Why wouldn't you be more eager to get out of relationships you're already in? Like, well, like, okay, so the way I see that particularly, it's like, for example, like, if you feel... Like, you should feel right with a person, man. Like, if you're, like, comparing the person that you're with with somebody else, obviously that's not the right person for you. Really? Um, because, like, when something is right, it's just right. Um, like, you know, you know, you, you, you like, like, when something is right, you're not even going to look at all, anything else. Like, for example, my favorite brand is Nike. And I know I'm being really material to compare relationships to, like, a clothing brand. But like my favorite brand is Nike, right? Mm-hmm. I don't even look at this stuff. <laughs> it doesn't even cross my mind ever in the day. Think about it. I don't. Mind you, I I have owned in the past. Well, I I still do, but I own Adidas stuff, and it doesn't even cross my mind during my day-to-day basis that that is that exists in my life, or that it's it's there. Period. Like, I feel like that should be the sim- a similar feeling, more, like, human, mm-hmm. kind of, of, like, how it should feel with, like, the right person, you know what I mean? Yep. You know how everybody says, oh, no new friends, no new friends? Yeah. Because you have, like, your squad settled down in stone. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but in a one particular person. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, it, you'll never should, you should never have the question of, oh, should I trust myself to this person? Yes, you should. If that like, person is right Bro, you're, bro you're, you're scared of running the risk of getting hurt, but, like... On a daily basis, people like jump out of planes when they run the risk of falling to the ground, but they can't commit to a person because they don't want to get their heart broken. I, I feel like like my philosophy on that is the same philosophy on that I have with money. Like, if you if you want to get money, you shouldn't be afraid of spending money. True. True. So if you want to find true love or like a perfect partner, you shouldn't be afraid of getting hurt. I feel like there's a level of conservatism to like discovering things like your true love, like. I mean, perhaps my love does exist to be given to someone, but I don't feel like just anyone is worthy of my love, right? Like, I I feel like by, at the same time, you're not going to determine who it is that deserves it off rip. So, I mean, you can sample certain persons, try to figure out, like, what it is about said person that, like, you know, can help you find the person that's most ideal for you, but inevitably, like, I don't think... I don't know. It, it's hard to describe this whole like 
this is right there. This is what I understand. Like, like so in DR, like the way I grew up was kind of like you know you're born, uh, you date like a handful of girls. Uh, when you're a guy, yeah, DR is a very sexist country. Uh, from what I experienced, as a matter of fact, I'm not gonna speak for anybody else. But like for me, it was like you know you're born, you know you date a handful of girls because you're a guy. It becomes two handfuls of girls. And then eventually you marry, have kids, and die. Um, so true love wasn't really like a thing. It just it's just like what we have to do. I feel like here I found out I've 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 noticed that here like you have a lot of choice, which is not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like you having the choice to pick who you want or or just stay alone or whatever is a bad thing. Uh, choice is great, but I feel like with the same way people have been given choice. It's kind of like tarnished the beauty of being in a good relationship or like longing for that. Like I understand relationships are not for everybody. Like school is not for everybody or anything is not for everybody. Um, but like still like not like I find it that it's really sad when somebody doesn't even give themselves the chance to be with somebody just because they may have suspicions or like they have their own crazy suspicions in their own head of this person potentially hurting them. Like, the, I find it to be, like, insane. Not them being insane, but, like, that idea itself, I find it to be kind of insane. You gotta, you gotta think about You have to consider the reasons why people... Oh, no, I get that. Like, bro, there's pe- people are trash. Yeah, people I are trash. And I get that. It's like, I, but I like, just don't see how people expect people that, that have been through those things to just get back into relationships. Well, I'm not saying that, you know, you get hurt yesterday and you jump into a new relationship today. That's not that's not healthy either. Yeah. But, like, for example, if you scrape your arm, the skin that grows over that is thicker. Sure. So, when you hurt it again, it's gonna grow thicker. It gets better. So you're saying I should just get hurt over and over and over again until I find the right one. No, but, for example, because just because you work your leg, I don't think you should stop playing basketball for the rest of your life. But of course not. But because I'll change how I play ball after that thing. Yeah, but you just gotta be you're gonna be more cautious, but you're not just gonna stop playing. You're not gonna you're not like and if you feel getting in the heat of the moment, you're not gonna hold back. You're gonna go all out however you feel at the moment, right? That's how we feel about relationships. Just because you got hurt once upon a time, or even worse, the type of people who've never been hurt, who've just seen people getting hurt and they don't want to deal with that. I think everybody should deal with some hurt hurting at some point in their lives. I mean it's it's an inevitable part of life. We're gonna deal with it regardless. I'm just saying, like after you deal with it, I don't see the logic in. I don't see the logic in putting myself in situations where I could potentially experience it again. Even if that means that I have to be vulnerable in order to discover that next level. Like, why not? I mean, it. It's an. Whoa, sorry. sorry. It's an unnecessary risk. I find it. I don't, I disagree. I mean, Be- like, why, well, so, what's so, hear me out. Okay, hear me out. Okay, so let's say, look, I've been cheated on before. Okay. I can't, like, the next person that comes in my life that wants to have, like, a beautiful relationship with me, I can't push them away just because somebody in the past betrayed my trust. I can't. I, I could do that, but would it make sense for me to do that, though? Because... Think about it. I'm going to prevent myself and this other person from growing a potentially greatly like, bro, you could reject your potential future wife by trying to cover your heart. 
like I get it. Like I, a lot of you guys probably think I'm stupid that I'm so willing allowing somebody else to hurt to potentially hurt me again. But there's this, the same chances that they that they like like that next person could have the same chances to hurt me as not to hurt me. I don't know if that makes sense. Like whether I got cheated on before or not, the chances of the next person hurting me is still 50-50. Even if I didn't get cheated on before, the chances of the next person hurting me is still 50-50. So by you preventing yourself from that, you just... I mean, if it's a 50-50 chance, you said there's a 50% opportunity that they could. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't scare you at all into wanting. No. I mean... Bro, yeah. that, when you jump out of an airplane, there's a 50-50 chance that you're... Passion may not work and you're just going to fly into the ground. I don't know about those odds, but I guess. It's not literal like that, like that black and white, but you know what I mean. Like, there is a chance that something's going to malfunction. It's not, not going to work I mean, out. If that's your life, why would you even, like, okay, if you wouldn't play that risk with your life, well, some of us, I don't see why I play that risk with my emotions either. I mean, I'm not saying everybody should follow everything I say. I don't think I'm, like, the wisest person on earth. I'm just saying... Think on that. Don't just, you know. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, so we talked about relationships. Let's, let's let's talk about let's talk about fashion. Let's talk about what's hot right now. Like, when, like when I say shoes, when I say comfortable sneakers, running style shoes, like lifestyle shoes. Like, what's 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 popping to you right now? What's hot? Um. Nike. He's biased, guys. I forgot to mention. He's very biased, but let's let's. No, but I I think Nike's having a great year. Like it's been like hit after like Nike's having like a Drake year. Always do. Always do. Like it's hit after hit after hit. Like obviously we had like a couple ones that didn't you know do that well. Um, but that's also what what I like about that company. I was actually having a meeting this morning about this. Uh uh. I work for Nike. I'm just so gonna say it. Uh, oh, no, uh, not not what I'm about to talk about. I know better. I was about to say you're brave. Uh, no, no, no. Um, brave, so <laughs> we were having a meeting this morning, and like part of the meeting, the icebreaker of the meeting uh, was to like talk about like what we like if we were going to replace the current CEO of Nike, what we would tell them that we bring to the table. Uh, and one of the things that I mentioned is that I will bring to the table my passion for the brand because I can see myself within the brand. Because Nike has shown me over and over in the years that I've been following them as closely as I am that they're not afraid to fail. They're not afraid to take risks and take sides, which they have in the past, uh, a.k.a. the Colin Kaepernick situation. Yeah. Um, and I love that. And sometimes we make choices that are not the greatest and we take dirt for it. And sometimes, like, those choices end up flourishing into better things down the line. So that's, like, something that uh, I really, really like. That's, like, one of the reasons why I'm so biased about Nike. How about you? I mean, uh, as someone who used to work for the brand, I mean, I love Nike, too. Fired squad? Whoa, whoa. Definitely quit. But, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely quit. But, um... Yeah, as someone who used to work for the brand, I've I've always I've resonated with Nike a lot because uh, like they they're the company that finds the perfect balance between things that are, like product that's really aesthetically pleasing, and like maintaining 
like this aura of like this aura of political correctness around their brand like how they represent minorities with their clothing how they um make sure that um oh, yeah. like um athletes yeah. are represent re- represented and like at the same time have a voice like i've always Bro. thought that was really cool or if you think about it like right. i think they have like the one of the most diverse like workforce bodies in like the US uh, if like nike's probably one of those few companies that like ninety percent of their like what you call what ninety percent of their workforce isn't like from the mountains of the Caucasus or like something. Oh like my that. god! But uh, yeah, <laughs> he means that a lot of the workers for the company are minorities, which I think it's great. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, what's your favorite shoe right now? Ooh, tough call, tough call. Um, oh, I have to say one shoe. Okay, let me put it this way, right? Your your apart your house is burning down. God forbid. Okay. Your apartment is burning down, okay. and you can only save one shoe out of all the ones that you own right now. Which one? Arcadey Christmas Fours. Okay, solid choice. Um, that, that's pretty solid. I don't know what they look like, uh, but uh, you know, I should. I feel like I should. You should. Arcadey Christmas Fours, and after that, if why couldn't find those for whatever reason? My Kobe, my Kobe Eights, my Kobe Christmas Eights. I was gonna, I was gonna say rest in peace Kobe, but I forgot he didn't die. Nah. My son Kobe lives. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like fashion is in a weird space right now. Right. And I feel like the only people that I can blame for that is Off White and Supreme. Like not in like a bad way. It's just funny how like people have this like people have this idea that if it's not like if like you don't have like a brand slap with another brand's name next to it it's not he yeah. i find that to be kind of funny right now i mean i'm a hypocrite for saying that because most of the ex- quote-unquote expensive shoes that i have are most mostly most of my collabs like the culture today is heading to a very niche in a very niche direction but what, what i mean by like niche direction like like collab culture or when you see nike like enlisting other brands or co-branding efforts and like uh, they have brands coming together to sorry. Uh, you have brands coming together to create new product to create that a unique piece of product. Like it appeals to a very specific audience that is interested in seeing both of those brands come together and create something unique, something that no one has ever seen before. And because those like audiences are so niche and like these audiences are like on the cusp of like fashion um fashion frontiers and et cetera, et cetera people like watch that and they want to be a part of that so that's what helps build to that popularity it's 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 really amazing when you look at it that way but this is what nike has helped create with collaboration culture yeah uh i think i think collaboration culture is interesting it i think it, it, it it's like something that it does that i really like is that it makes two different brands be extra creative of course i feel like people could get less cheated on like that um in my opinion i mean we still get paying ridiculous amounts of money for like same shoes basically but culture collab collab culture is pretty cool i'm gonna let the last question to be yours all right uh, no i just asked which one is yours the first one was just me oh oh shoot you're right all right um let's see so what are your thoughts on the area 51 stuff oh um, number one, the government is spanking all of us if we try to run up on them, so... It'll let, be so... Let's not run up on them. I'm still going, though. Nope. Yep. Ah, you brave. I'll number, pay for your ticket. Number two, um... I'll pay for your ticket. If, if, 
if regular people don't like black people, I don't know if aliens do too. So I'm good on that. No, um, I think I think I I I I will find it hilarious if we if people actually pull up to Area 51 and the government for whatever reason is like, you know what? Fine, we're gonna show you what we have here, and they actually show us aliens and why they they kept them in cages. They'll and like, yeah, we're get we're gonna die regardless. Okay. If it's not the military, it's gonna be the aliens. So I don't think, like if. Area 51 has been established for as long as they have, and nothing has ever escaped from there, like, as far as I know. Um, it's probably have not been treated as well as they could have been. So anything that could possibly be in there is probably really angry at us. Facts. Facts. So, and, again, we're minority, so we treat every every other race that we come up come across with very with a, lot, a lot of care. We try to. Um, Eli's yawning and falling asleep. Oh no, I'm just combing my beard here, yo. Beard struggle, you You already know what it is. Beard? Yes. Okay. Yo, uh, he grows a big ass beard and he shits on all of our little, like, like pubic hair. I don't do that. Like, I just think it's cute that you are 22 and you're still going to puberty. Listen, I didn't have a mustache when I was 16, bro. I didn't grow this when I was 16. Are you, you crazy? You had a mustache at 16, I'm willing to bet. I started growing my beard when I was 12. Anyway, everyone. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it's good to hear from y'all. You know, uh, It's good to yeah. know that y'all are still alive. You know? yeah. We're here to serve the people as always. So. Oh, yeah, before we wrap up, last question. Uh, uh, don't think about it too hard. Favorite song right now? Favorite song right now? Um, we got five, four, three... Two, one. Isis, Joyner, Lucas, and um, <laughs> um, lo- um, ill logic. That's the first song that came to mind. Okay, uh, I guess for me it's gonna have to be uh, thirty-five hundred by uh, Travis Scott. Okay, good song choice. Not like never do that again. That was the first song that came to mind. <laughs> Y'all, I don't even listen to logic. Like, <laughs> Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. We're going to do this at the end of uh, every podcast. We're gonna, uh, random not gonna question. Be, you know, yeah, random question. Gonna right. be, and we're only going to have five seconds to respond. Anyway, this has been the podcast, the Whiny Millennials. We're back. Facts. Better it. than ever on a weekly basis. We're going to be releasing. Back in a better. No Bryce Attilio. Wait. Oh, my God. When do you want to release? Saturdays or what day of the week? Release, release the last possible hour of Sunday. So Mondays, Monday, 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 sometimes during and Monday. So, yeah, we can record during the week and upload it by Sunday night. And Anyway, you guys don't need to know that. Uh, this has been Omar. You guys can follow me on Twitter. Uh, wait, I forgot my Twitter. Hold on. You can tell them your Twitter in the meantime. You can follow Eli. E underscore keep singing. No, I will not sing for you upon request unless wait, you're paying me. That's not your, that's not your Twitter. Oh, oh, my fault, my fault. That's my, that's my IG, yo. My Twitter is one Von Joe. That's O-N-E-V-A-U-N-J-O-E. Somewhere on Twitter. Uh, my name on Twitter is Omar JPEG. Oh, no, sorry, Omar JPG. So O M A R JPG. Um, yeah, Twitter is wild. So follow us there. That's gonna be the next conversation. That's good. That is gonna be the next conversation. Anyway, uh, goodbye. <laughs>